0: Iris Harper was feeling old. She was eighty-two, so this wasn't entirely unexpected, but it was still irritating. Iris had always thought that where there was a will, there was a way, and her will was formidable. She prided herself on her command of her body, and felt personally affronted that it was letting her down after years of excellent service. There was somebody knocking on her back door, and it had taken an inordinate amount of time for Iris to get up from the easy chair in her bedroom and down the stairs. Yet another gift of advanced age. She now moved like an old woman. Iris was surprised to find the man still waiting by the time she got to the door. Her regulars often just let themselves in after a cursory rap on the wood. It was Martin Angel from Bradford Farm, though, and he'd been raised right by real country folk the kind who knew that you always paid your witch, no matter how much she politely declined, the kind who knew that you could walk into your neighbour's house and call out, Hello there! by way of greeting, but that you'd better stay on the step if you were courting a girl, visiting nobility, or wanted a favour from Iris Harper. Mr. Angel, Iris said, trying to stand a little straighter, are the lambs all right? He ducked his head in a nod, After a moment's hesitation, he said, "'It's me. I've got a problem, Mrs. Harper.' Iris was not now and never had been married, but Mr. Angel was a traditional sort of man, and would no more have been able to call her Ms. than use her first name. After all, they'd only known each other for fifty years. Fifty years! And I can feel every single one of them, Iris thought. She switched the kettle on and put tea into the pot. Then she filled a glass of water and popped a couple of capsules from their foil beds and swallowed them gratefully. Another side effect of age was that, although Martin Angel was a fifty-year-old widower, a large part of her still saw him as the little boy who used to pick strawberries in her garden while she helped his mother with her woman's troubles. "'Would you do the honours to-day?' Iris said, sitting down in her usual place. Martin busied himself with pouring water into the teapot and carrying it to the table. He'd drunk enough cups of the stuff in Iris's kitchen to find his way around without having to ask, and Iris allowed herself to close her eyes for a moment. Her back was more sore than usual, but with the knowledge that opiates would soon be dulling the pain, it was easier to push the feeling away. When she felt more in control, she opened her eyes and regarded Martin. Behind a sun-brown complexion, There was a greyness, a tightness around the eyes that seemed to be permanently squinting from years of driving a tractor in the midday sun. I didn't know you took those, he said, nodding at the packet of painkillers. Thought you'd be using one of your herbal potions. What do you think these are made from? She smiled a little to take the sting out. Besides, you didn't come here to talk about tablets. What can I do for you? "'Martin looked down at his mug. "'They always did. "'That was what the tea was for. "'It was a place to look when he couldn't find the words.' "'The silence stretched out, and Iris let it. "'Somewhere, far in the back of her mind, "'she thought about what she had to do that day "'and whether it would all be possible with her back-playing silly buggers. "'There were plenty of people she could ask for help, of course, "'but she didn't like to do so. There was the look of the thing, for one. What kind of hedge-witch needed, well, anything?'